What up, though? Howdy, partners. It's your boy Sean Crowell. Matt Benavides. Matthew Thomas Gregory. It is Wednesday, October. Thank you. Wednesday, October 7th. Um, and on this day in sports history in 1984, Walter Payton Ooh. passes your boy, Jim Brown, as the NFL's career rushing leader. Man. How's everybody doing? Good. I mean, hey. I'm 30. Browns are three and one. Browns look good. You know? Eagles won. Hey. Hey, Texans won. Texans fired BOB. They won. <laughs> That's a, uh, hey, again, addition by subtraction, man. Astros, what, one and one after today? Two, Two and, and one. one. Two and one. See, okay, so firmly in the driver's seat. But um, I think, you know, before we get into all that, we will talk baseball. We obviously will talk football. Um, but really quick, you know, we can go over basketball. I mean, I think – what did I say? I said Lakers in in five, right? Or yeah. did I, no, no, I said Lakers in six. So hopefully the Heat got one more in them. Uh, Lakers are currently up three one. Yeah. Um, Any chance it goes game six? The way you've seen the few games played, I don't know. I think for me, if it was going to be six games, it would have been like maybe two one two one one, and then you know uh, Lakers in six. But the fact that it's been like I don't know. I just feel like Jimmy's got one more good game. I think they him. can pull one more. I feel like but that'll be you it. saw what he did down 2-0, you know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, the man won a game against the Timberwolves with the practice team. I mean, <laughs> go back to that, huh? Yeah, yes. you're not wrong there. But, yeah, I mean, the one thing, though, that bothers me is that in order for them to win a game, Jimmy Butler had to outplay LeBron statistically. Yeah. And there's just not too many times. That's I think it was the only time in – yeah, I think I saw something crazy. It was like the only time LeBron's been beat in every statistical category. Yeah. In like playoff history. Yeah. He had more crazy. points, rebounds, assists. He had more everything than him, which yeah. is crazy. And I, I, yeah, you might, again, you might be able to get away with it one time in the series, but I, I don't know if you can do that twice. Yeah. And it's just an AD. I know they, they switched and they put AD on, uh, on Butler a lot. And I, apparently they locked him up. I'll be honest, I didn't oh, see the yeah. game, but, uh, but I know Goran. Goran Dragic, he was out. Yeah, oh, man, that is true. So, if there's any chance he plays, I mean, maybe that gets you a little spark. But you said Bam's back, right? Bam is back. He was back for a game, uh, whatever that was, four. Four. Yeah. Um, I mean, it's just a better guy to match up with Anthony Davis offensively. He's not a liability. He was scoring points, you know. Yeah. But still, it's again, it's LeBron and Anthony Davis. That's that's hard to beat those two guys, regardless of the. Jared Dudley's or Rajon Rondo's or whoever else they try right. out there. Jared Dudley's <laughs> in that class of like guys that I just absolutely hate. Do you oh, remember show up for the ring? Is it the headband or it's the everything about? No, it. remember it was last year or yeah, last year whenever he was on the Nets when him and uh, Ben got into it, and uh, he was like uh, he said something about Ben and Ben was like I'm literally better at you, better than you at. Everything <laughs> basketball related, you realize that, right? And I think uh, Ben had hit a three, or Ben did something, or dunked on him, or something, or dunked. Ben hit a three. He, well, hey, no, crazy things have happened. He had two this past year, man. Better respect the game. Two. No, no, I think we had three. I think he had three. Okay. But anyway, he he ran down the court and he had his arms spread out like that. So then Jared Dudley, like the next game, the Nets won, and he walked out like he had a three, and then walked down the court like that. And I was like, dude, like he's clearly there as just being like 
an agitator. Oh, you course. know what I mean? And then uh, Ben like- was like, yeah, forget that. And then Ben scored, like I think, like 25 the next game. Just dominated. And they ended up winning in like five games. I really don't like Jared Butler. <laughs> like, I, I, I'm all for, like, talking trash if you're good and you can back it up. Like, yeah, of course. Like, of course. some of my favorite players all talk trash, you know what I mean? Right. But, like, it's annoying, like, when you talk trash and you're, like, the <laughs> ninth guy tenth man. You know what I mean? <laughs> Maybe that's why he's still in the league, you know? That's just, the only reason. Like, hey, we need somebody that just can agitate people. Yeah. But see, the thing about, like, with somebody like him and somebody like uh, – Who's your boy in the Clippers? Uh, he used to play. Pat Beverly? Yeah, Pat Beverly. Pat Beverly's like decent. Yeah. Well, you know what I mean? Like Pat Beverly's like a serviceable player. He actually player. started, you know? Yeah. Right. And this guy is just an overall trash bag. <laughs> it's not feeling it. So. I don't think Pat Bev actually talks. Like, what? Oh, yeah. No, he absolutely does. He's more, I mean, he's in your face the whole game. I think that's one of the reasons why people. He was people... yapping at Dame from the sidelines this series. Yeah. Remember oh, doing like the Dame time yeah, and then yeah. like. Dame ended up like sending them home like a game later. I love it. Ha! Love that. No, 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 no. They got sent home. Yeah, yeah. Dame got sent home. Yeah, I forgot about that. It was just all Dame. Dame can't do everything. Yeah, well, you got to tell CJ McCollum, I suppose. Mm. But he needs Dort on his team. And Dame, <laughs> Jesus Christ, this well, guy again. Well, I mean, you, how about the Rockets get Dort and trade James Harden? They're basically the same guy. Uh, I, oh, I'm okay with the three-way trade. A little bit of spice coming from Steve Kerr. This one just came in a minute ago. I, uh, I was put in the group. I don't know if you guys saw it. Steve Kerr. Pepper on the way. Steve Kerr, a little spicy, says, uh, quote, we're not re-, – so he was, asked, he was asked about changing Golden State's offense with their new roster, right? And he said, quote, we're not reinventing the wheel. We're still going to be the Warriors. We're not going to all of a sudden turn into the Rockets, change our offense, and have one guy go high pick and roll 70 times a game. <laughs> Boy. And the accuracy. Love it. Is I mean, just not, yeah, he's not he's wrong. Not wrong. <laughs> not wrong at all. Well, I mean, we'll see how it goes. 2021 better be a completely different year. So we'll, we'll see how, how it goes. We were going back and forth about, you know, Giannis going to the, to the Warriors. And if it, that happens, man, I'm all for a good super team, but. Is there any chance Andrew Wiggins starts the year on the Warriors, or do you think he's traded? No, oh, not he's a the chance. Ultimate trade. Yeah, okay. he's the ultimate piece. Dude, that and it. the number two pick. There's no way Warriors stay at two, nah. right? Two, yeah. and that's who they have, right? I believe two I believe or three, something two. like that. So I mean, they're they're gonna go get something because they're oh, not gonna go get just... Ball. And I think Wiseman goes one. Get so... Bill. Bradley Bill. What did he feel? I don't think they need just a trying guard. To think who, they need a big guy. You I'm know just trying I mean? to think who's available like for trades. Well, I mean, the Timberwolves could Timberwolf and give up Cat, you know, Carl Anthony Towns, bro. That would be pretty nasty. And is uh, what's his name still there? Uh, Russell, D'Angelo, D'Angelo Russell. Sure still there? Did they play together? Who? D'Angelo Russell and Carl Anthony Towns. There, Russell was on the Warriors, and then they traded him to go get. Andrew Wiggins. Basketball but, trades have been so fluid. But I'm I'm saying, wasn't D'Angelo Russell and Car Anthony Towns on the same team once? Or am I making that up? The They're on now. Yeah. It used to be Wiggins and Towns. Right. And then or Wiggins and Carl Anthony. Yeah, Towns. Yeah. Okay. I'm just I, I just was thinking cat. But yeah, and then they traded D'Angelo. D'Angelo Russell was on the Lakers. Yes. And then he went to the Timberwolves? Is that what you're trying to tell me? No, no, no. And then I thought he went to the Warriors. He went to the Warriors. Right. And then now and then he's he on the Wolves. For Andrew Wiggins. 
Brandon oh, Wiggins. Oh, okay. I see what you're saying. Yeah, yeah. Ah. So. Okay. Yeah, and then. It's my second glass of wine. Right? <laughs> hey, man, more power to you. Either way, um, yeah, Lakers and, I mean, I, I might give them one more game. but it, it, Yeah, going back done. to the original point, yeah. We're done. Uh, does this does this season, I think we talked about this a while back, does this season have asterisks for you? No. No, because I think. They played like two-thirds of the season, and then you you played the playoffs in like a – I mean, you still had a format. Yeah, despite crowd or no crowd, I think most teams were going to get beat by LeBron and the Lakers, yeah. regardless of as home, a, court, home court advantage. As I said months ago, unless it's the Sixers, it's an asterisk. <laughs> okay. <laughs> um, so. Sixers, by the way, new head coach, Doc Rivers. Yeah. Love that. Do you? Um, yeah, hell yeah, man. So it was really – apparently it was between – uh, Mike D'Antoni and Tyron Lue, which Ooh. neither guy I'm really, on, really right? wanted you guys to get Mike D'Antoni. <laughs> right. <laughs> um, and then apparently um, Doc Rivers parts ways with the Clippers, right? That's, which was that's like announced. breaking news. Yeah. Yeah. I don't think anybody saw that. And then apparently according to his agent, he said that uh, his agent said that like he had calls from like 10 different teams within five hours of leaving the Clippers. I believe Jeez. it. Everybody wanted him. Yeah, he's, I mean, he's a good coach. And I can imagine it's like that thing in like fantasy football where like you have a trade going with a guy, and then all of a sudden somebody puts in the group chat like, hey, you know, uh, uh, Mike Thomas is available for a trade. Everybody just stops what they're doing and just tries to get Mike Thomas. I imagine yeah. that's exactly what happened <laughs> uh, with Doc Rivers because apparently like I had read like three different reports that like you know Sixers were this close to signing with Tyron Lue and everything like that, and I was like, God, I really don't want him. Also, just because of like the aesthetic of Tyron Lue and the history with the Sixers of being stepped over by Allen Iverson, now we're gonna make that guy a part of our team? No way! See, I felt like I read a, more stories geared to Mike D'Antoni. Really? Yeah. I've read more about Tyron Lue, but uh, I mean, it doesn't matter now because we got the doc. And, Are you? Uh, is there any worry that he couldn't get it done with Paul George and Kawhi and all those? Great, you know, Clippers, Chris Paul, and DeAndre Jordan teams. Do you think he can get it done with the Sixers? So he's historically terrible in the playoffs, right? Yeah. Um, <laughs> so the bar is low. The bar is low. But I am interested. So in if him. they get bounced out first round next year, how, what is the emotion you're feeling, Sean? I mean, I'm obviously pissed. The goal is to go deep into the playoffs. Um, but I am interested in his effect on luring Chris Paul to the Sixers. You think that'd be a good thing? Yes. Okay. Give me one year, Chris Paul. I, I mean, I'm you know, I'm not a big contract. We can get him cheap. <laughs> That's all he's got left in him. He's got what? Right. I think two or three years left on his contract. I and think he's like got two years left. Left on his knees. He's got two years left, and I think Westbrook has three. That was the thing. Yeah. Okay. So, but he's got like two year, and it's like sixty-eight million dollars. So it's, um, they're loaded. I don't know how much stock you put into Brian Scalabrini's uh, NBA knowledge. <laughs> But uh, one, hilarious on Twitter. Go follow Brian Scalabrini. Really? Yeah, he's hilarious. Uh, he had a competition on YouTube, like sidebar, that uh, people were talking trash because he's Brian Scalabrini. But he was like, you realize I was in the NBA for a reason. If you think you can beat me in one-on-one, let's set it up. Oh, yeah. And he had a show where he played one-on-one with, like, just random Joes and would just dominate them. Like, people forget how good you have to be to make it. Oh, NBA. absolutely, yeah. And even the worst guy on the worst team could still dominate at yeah. your local wide And they're probably oh, at yeah. least 6'5", you know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. The upward league is ready for that. Yeah, yeah. it could just dominate your YMCA. Wow. No problem. You'd think he'd be Jordan. 
Anyway, <laughs> anyway, so apparently Brian Scalabrini came out and said that if the uh, Eagles, if the Sixers were to trade um, Al Horford to the Kings for uh, Buddy Heald, that the Kings would be winning the deal because he thinks De'Aaron Fox would do better with um, Al Horford and that Al Horford could teach uh, terrible one dude. of their big men. How to right. you know, maybe, Stein. No, then, somebody else. But anyway, you're the, the point was that he thought that was a, the win. And I was like, if he can convince somebody <laughs> in, in Sacramento's upper management that that is a good deal, I would take that trade in a New York minute. Yeah, you Absolutely. also make that guy your DM because he's pulling off trades. Bro. Everybody can shoot. <laughs> That's what I'm saying. We need shooters. Like, we tried to go with the link thing. That didn't work. Give the Sixers shooters. If we can get Buddy – Bring in Chris Paul to run the run the point, run high screen and roll with Ben. Is Ben being the screener all day long? Come on, I, anyway, I wouldn't be mad at it. All right, well, we'll move on. Um, baseball was in full swing. Uh, yeah. No pun intended. Okay. Just did that. <laughs> um, Drum roll, please. Gregory, let's let's talk about the local team first. The you know your Houston Astros uh, took a loss today, but well, they're one- still up two one. Up to one. Tell um, me your thoughts on how, how are you feeling at the current moment? See, this is – so we actually had a conversation before, Sean. I think it was game one, the Astros. Um, they gave up a couple runs early, and you asked, do you want to go to the bullpen? And what did I tell you is absolutely not. Right. One, it's because it's a long series, and two, don't have any trust in my bullpen, and that's kind of what blew it today. Okay. We, yeah. we were up um, seven to four, fifth inning, and – you put one guy out there, Josh James, who his ERA is not good. It's over seven. Yeah, yeah, it's, it's pretty rough. He gets you one inning, goes clean inning. Then you bring him back in for a second inning, and then I'm like, what are you doing? Yeah, see, okay. You, might- you, you already took the the chance. You risked it. Right. That is true. And then you give up a three-run homer the second inning. Okay, so then you bring in Rayleigh, still tied. He gets through that inning. You didn't learn anything from the last <laughs> inning. You let him go yeah. another inning, and he gives up, I think, a two-run shot. Right. Because of two in the eighth. Yes. And then, you know, unfortunately, our bullpen, it's – they only have a few guys that you can really trust. And, like, Paredes is a rookie. Right. And then Alex Presley – or Ryan Presley or Presley is the closer. So those are really the two guys you have. Everybody else is just a crapshoot, a rookie, or has an ERA that – is not worth it, looking at. It's a balloon. Yeah, it could just carry you off into the stars. Yeah. Um, <laughs> but you're asking me where my confidence is. I don't know because I don't know who our starter is really for tomorrow. Since it's got to be Arkady, right? He just pitched today. Ah, he went okay. four and a third. And you, so would, what happened to Zach Grinky Had to get scratched due to arm soreness. So now it is the playoffs. Yeah, I'll man up. True. I'll but, give you that. You know, he already doesn't throw hard enough. I mean, he only throws like 88 tops. Really? Yeah, yeah. he doesn't have much left in the So if you're, if you're telling me I got a pitcher who is more of a finesse guy and is working the zone, is going to hit his spots, and now he has arm issues, you're looking at somebody who's going to be throwing like 85. You know, even if I'm hitting that spot on the outside corner, like I can tee off on 85. Yeah. So it's just – the uncertainty is okay. Who's going to pitch tomorrow if they get bounced out early? Is that not announced yet? 
No, they, they haven't announced. Starting. They'll announce it tomorrow. I but guess. But I mean, it's it's got to be because what are your options? You can't not pitch him in the series. You can and go three days rest with McCullers. Right, but but I mean, but like, again, he. But think of the message you're sending if you just don't play Zach Grinky in a whole series. You know what I mean? Well, I think I think here's the. I would if you're not going to play him tomorrow. You're not going to play him game five. Not not pitching eighty five. I would play him game five, and then I would piece him with Valdez, who is probably your elite. Okay. He's your number one. Right. Well, and then, yeah, so yeah. I would give Grinky like, hey, you give me whatever you got. If it's three innings, I'll bring in Valdez, let him pitch okay. the rest, and then Christian Javier or whoever. Right. I would because game five is just going to be everybody going. Whatever. I'll give you that both ways. We're just we're trotting out everything we can we can put on. And that's just one thing with Dusty Baker is Dusty. You know, there's some things I feel like analytically he doesn't have. He might just be going with the guy because, oh, yeah, you know, he hasn't pitched a while. Well, he's or... got that old school baseball mentality. He does. It. And I think it kind of Not failed. exactly Billy Bean, that guy. Yeah. I think it failed today. It's been working really well. Our bats still are hitting. So as long as the yeah. bats are hitting, I think Put we're up good. seven runs? Yeah. Mm-hmm. I mean, it was just slug eight home runs today. <laughs> Altuve they, came alive, huh? The A's, so their whole infield Finally. hit a home right. run. Third, third base, shortstop, second base, first base. Everybody. All hit a home run today. That's hilarious. It's the first time that's ever been done in, in the history. Naturally, um, it happens to the Astros. Yeah, naturally. But, you know, I feel good um, due to the fact that our hitting is doing really well. So, I mean, if we can yeah, get um, just some serviceable innings or wherever we're getting them from, hey, I'll take it. But um feel good right now. If there is a possible game five, circle that because who's on the mound for the A's? Mike Fires. Oh no way. They have been avoiding playing him all Absolutely. year. He has not played against the Astros all year. They oh. played 10 times. Bring him in. They he have tried to escape and not play him, and he would have to play game five. If he doesn't, then they're well, they're out. Bro, like, come on. He there was so there was a meme going around uh game two. Uh George Springer, he was running back, it was a hard hit ball, and then he lost a ball in the sunlight. It was a home run, went yeah. over his head. Yeah. So he was he did one of these. And then you there's a screenshot. They go over to Mike Fires in the bullpen and they're like mocking him. Yeah, yeah. And then For those who can't see Gregory, he's putting his hands up like where'd the ball go? Yeah. And then the uh next to bat, George Springer leads off, hits a home run. Love it. Tell me he did the thing. Oh, those hands I, up. I would love it. He just wore rock around like uh, this. But yeah, and then man. you know, they won that game, game two. Um, but it's nice. It, it, uh that the you know our team is finally hitting and they're coming yeah. alive. Um, that's kind of what you want to see in your club. Uh, you know the Astros, although they have some question marks in your bullpen and your starting pitching. Yeah, they're the rookies, but you do have a veteran squad um, from top to bottom on your lineup that are proven. Right. So super excited about that. Um, getting back to the other teams, um, the Marlins are down 0-2. Right. Braves took to it the Braves. Two run, uh, two run win today. Two zero. You got um, the Dodgers and the Padres going. Um, Dodgers are up 1-0. Uh, Padres are up or leading right now on game two, 1-0. Really digging for the Padres here? Uh, me as well. I-, I would like to see the Padres go through. Mainly, uh, one, because of my dislike for the Dodgers. Straight up. And two, I, I like the Padres story. I- I- they've got a lot, you know, Tatis Jr., uh, Manny Machado, 
It's just a, it's a new, more exciting wave of baseball. Oh, absolutely. They bring a different energy, and they're not afraid to just kind of shove yeah. it in your face. And absolutely. Speaking of which, uh, Acuna was the one guy who hit the uh, home run to the bat flip yep. the other day, yesterday, and came out and said, uh, you know, did the Conor McGregor quote, I want to apologize to absolutely nobody. Yes. As a, as a very, very, very casual baseball fan, I put that in air quotes, <laughs> that's what I like to see. Yeah. I love people that talk trash. I am I I tried to watch I think one of the games the Astros first series and God twice. bless anybody who can sit at home <laughs> and watch baseball on television for nine innings God bless you um, uh, not it, that bad I I can't do it I cannot do it but I, um I get but it. like stuff like that that's fun to see that's what the fans want to see they want to see Absolutely. people getting into it um and and talking trash and doing bat flips. You know, and and your grandpa will say like that's not baseball and stuff like that. But I mean, it needs to be done to kind of save the sport. I mean, it's fun too. People like to see people having fun. Yeah, that's what it's all about. That's yeah. one of the things that you know people they never got to showcase their emotions. Oh well, yeah, and then you know you you still it's all can. these unwritten rules. Which you know I'm okay with some of those unwritten rules, but you know, hey, why not celebrate a big home run in a postseason? Yeah. yeah. That was Give my, a bat flip, you know? Yeah, that, <laughs> that was my, that's my thing about like when, when like uh, they cracked down about the touchdown celebrations of football. It's like, dude, if I'm running away from like a 300 pound man who's trying to hit me as hard as he can yeah. and shove me to the ground, yeah, 11 of those guys, I'm gonna be excited if I can get away from all of them. Yeah, you just know, like this, like times that happens. It's like you know how hard it is to hit a home run in baseball. Not easy. I would even be even nowadays. so excited. You have a split second to make a decision if it's a curveball or a fastball. Yeah. And to be able to like nail that perfectly and hit it 500 feet, you bet your ass I'm I'm doing something to show emotion. <laughs> How are you feeling about your Yankees right now? Um, I know we talked about it earlier. I told you it's imperative you guys win game one because you have Garrett Cole. That's who you paid to you get might. your dub. Yeah, yeah that is your right. – if you, you're on a losing streak, that is the guy that is going to break it. You know, it's a guaranteed dub, and he delivered. Right. And But I, I told you, he's like, you got to get that one because the Rays, their two and three starters are legit number ones. Yeah. And absolutely. they're proving it. Uh, the Rays obviously got the win yesterday, um, and they're up big right now. As we're recording this, it is the end of the sixth, and the Rays are up eight to two. So yeah. I don't think it's hyperbole to say that they'll um, – that they'll probably get this one. You know, I'm, I'm hold out hope. But um, one guy who's really just been on it is Giancarlo. Don't call me Mike Stanton. He had the grand slam in game one, and he also had another. He had like two home runs that game, I believe, and then hit another home run yesterday in game two. Obviously, oh. it wasn't enough. Um, they had uh, they lost five to seven, and again, they're down big now. I think Judge had like a sack fly earlier, but um, yeah. Yeah, but I mean, it's. I think for them, it's it's a lot about pitching and bullpen. I think they have the bats when they can wake up. But uh, I mean, yeah, you definitely don't want to go down two one to a team like the Rays. They had the forty twenty season in the in the regular season. So and then you get to a point. So if you lose today, do you pitch Garrett Cole on three days rest? Ooh. And now you're up. It's two two. You're hoping, and now game five, it's just. Whatever you got. Whatever you got. I think you have to because if you don't, like, there's no tomorrow. I don't yeah. think you can you can waste them. I think you put Garrett Cole out in game uh, game four, 
and then you hope the bats wake up and then hopefully they can carry you in game five. Yeah. Because yeah. also, like, you have to understand, like, momentum is a huge thing. So if it you is. win game four, you got coming it. back, yeah. like, you have all the momentum going into game five. So, Absolutely. yeah, I think you should definitely pitch Garrett Cole in game four because, I mean, barring something insane, I mean, it's eight to two in the seventh, I, I you know, that most likely they're going to go down to one. Yeah. Yeah, and the Rays, uh, I mean, that that was my pick to, to win it all. Right. I think the Rays, I mean, they're just a well-built team. I mean, they got some good bats in their lineup from one to nine, uh, good contact hitters. They can hit some dangers. And then their pitching and bullpen is just by right. far, I think, the best in baseball. All right. Yeah. All right, so switching gears um, into football, yeah, um, crazy week four. Yeah, uh, we'll talk about some of the games that went on, uh, some of the interesting, interesting things that we saw, and we'll get back to our pickums. Yeah. So um, I already did the math, and I'll tell you guys at the end. But um, we'll kind of lead off Thursday night's game: Broncos Jets. Um, again, I think that was another game that you could stream both defenses in fantasy. Yeah, and in our league, at least, both got you eight points. The Jets had the pick six. Broncos had, an, had like eight sacks. Both teams put up a lot of points, but. It'll, both defenses did enough to where they could get you like a serviceable amount. So hopefully you listened and you started one of those. I started the Broncos, got uh, the dub in my fantasy league. Yeah, so and, and the guy I was playing started the Jets, and uh, I lost. So I mean, yeah, but that had nothing to do with the Jets. Yeah, you got true. Routed, fair, but uh, <laughs> you know those eight points meant something in right. the sixty that I lost by. Right, right, right. It would would have only lost by fifty-two. I was trying to tell you that was a comeback. Um. So. We'll kind of jump ahead, but um, the Jets actually just announced today that they're going to be going with Joe Flacco as their starter for this week. No they're more giving Sam? Sam Darnold the boot. Well, not Good. the boot, but they're giving him the bench, rather. And, uh, is it because of injuries, or is it just because? Oh, I think because Adam Gase. Yeah, I don't think Adam Adam Gase knows how to coach football, so that's why I'm trying I mean, to. Yeah, that. there is that as well, and he isn't given much uh, to work with in New York either, especially without Jamal. So, so okay, so what do you chalk up the, the Jets – Lack of success. I can't think of a word. Uh, failures, rather. Uh, just two. Is it coaching? Is it coaching? Players. It's coaching. I mean, I feel like when I look at the Jets' culture, it kind of reminds me of Bill O'Brien. Now, granted, Bill O'Brien had a lot more talent, but right. you brought in. You know, you have Le'Veon Bell there. I mean, he's you, on IR. Well, he's supposed to come back this week. Right. But I mean, like you've had Le'Veon Bell there. You know, right. you had a whole True. season last year. They've tried to build up. Uh, offensive line which hasn't really worked no. you have a high pick in sam darnold who's shown flashes i mean i feel like if you have flashes there's your potential you need to like okay that's you yeah need consistency to, yeah work on consistency and when working on you know what he's good at and i don't think he can build a great culture in that locker room i just feel everybody's just like there for a paycheck so going back to the Joe Flacco news, I'll ask you, Benavidez, yeah. do you think them moving on to Joe Flacco is fair to Sam Darnold, or do you think he kind of got the shaft and he didn't get a full chance to show what he can do? What, mm. what do you think about the, the, the Joe Flacco move? Well, um, I think, one, it's a, it's a testament to what may or may not work as far as their team. Uh, I think Sam Darnold's just got happy feet at this point. I think he's used to not having a line. Right. So he's not being he's not getting past his first read. I don't think I don't think his tight end gets looks at all. They got rid of Jameson or not Jameson Crowder. They got rid of Robbie Anderson. Jameson yeah. Crowder's been hurt. He it's, really isn't throwing to me and you out there. He's throwing out to yeah. your boy Braxton Berrios. Yeah, exactly. And uh and and it and it starts there. 
And then again, trading away your main piece at the safety position, it you're not helping yourself right. at all. And, and I get it. He wanted to leave, but, but still like a lot of people want a lot of things. If you're trying to win games, you don't get rid of the best player you have. I, I mean, that's just basic any sport philosophy. But you don't believe that like, Hey, at least we, we need to get something for him. Absolutely. Like if he obviously wants to leave, at least we need to get something for him. Right. Absolutely. But uh, it's one of those things where I would almost ask him to go out in the market and sell himself. So he understands what the worth is like, because that's you're, you're, you're literally giving up your whole defense. Right. He was, he was it like, the big, they didn't have a lot, and yeah, he was the only one. Yeah, exactly. Yep. The big play potential on that defense now is just through the roof. They have no one back. And Marcus May, Marcus May yeah. is their option at safety. And not to say that he's bad. He's not enough. But he's certainly not enough, you know. And then, again, you lose Le'Veon, so it's well, Michael P. Ryan back there. Whew. So you And, need, and uh, you know, Father Time himself, Frank Gore. Frank Gore. Yeah, exactly. So you need a different type of quarterback. You need a – all Joe Flacco knows is the pocket. That man, he's not going to break loose and try and do something, create no. for it. He knows when to get rid of the ball. Right. And if if he doesn't see it, then he doesn't. He's played with. He'll just throw it away. Exactly. He's played with terrible offensive lines before. He understands. He, he's a professional. Right. Um, now, is he better than Sam Darnold? I don't think so. I think maybe but in this office, offense, personal. he might be better suited but for it. i think this is also an evaluation for which one of them gets to sit behind trevor lawrence next year <laughs> yeah. so um that's i that's personally what i think it is uh fair enough fair enough so moving right along um the bears finally came back down to normal um this was another one uh you know your boy bdn nick Foles, your friend and mine uh, really just couldn't get anything going against yeah. the Colts. They lose 11-19, to 19, a really weird score. Yeah. Um, this is one that we all got wrong. We all picked the Bears. I think we were riding high off that Nick Foles comeback against Atlanta. Yep. And, you know, you love the story of Nick Foles. But while there are those 500-yard games in the Super Bowl, there are also those games that people forget. On the road to the Super Bowl, we played Dallas, and we put up six points. Mm. And I fell asleep during the game. It was terrible. <laughs> yeah, like, that was that game. And, and the thing, another thing that I should have thought about while picking this game, uh, we all got the Broncos right, but going back to the Bears, we all picked the Bears wrong. I should have remembered his quarterback coach, or I'm sorry, his offensive coordinator for the Eagles the Super Bowl year was Frank Reich, who's the head coach yeah. of, of, of the Colts. It's Frank Reich. So if anybody knows how to defend against Nick Foles, it's yeah. the guy who built Nick Foles up. That's in true. Philadelphia. So I think that's something that I definitely missed. I don't know if y'all knew that. No, uh, I did not. I didn't even think about that. Yeah, right. That's, I mean, that's a good catch. Um, so the Colts take the win there. Moving on, Benavidez, you drop one here. Um, Gregory and I both picked the Bengals over the Jags. Uh, what did you see uh, in, in the Jags? What did you expect? And uh, they put up 25. They lose 25 to 33. Um, but Minshew... You know, put up put up some good numbers. Uh 27 of 40, 350 yards. Right. Two touchdowns, but had an interception. Well, I mean, I think I think it was more on the defense this one. You know, you put up 25 points. That's that's decent. Uh I know James Robinson had a, a fair day on the ground. They were having to come from behind weight. So 17 yeah. carries, 75 yards. Yeah. When when you know having to come from behind by two possessions, it's you change the whole script. But still, I, I kind of, you know, DJ Chark, I think, had a good night as well. Two touchdowns. Most. Yeah. So it, it 
I don't think it was that, you know, you just, you don't have what you used to have on defense and, and that's mainly in the defensive secondary. So when you lose that much, right. I mean, 33 points. I don't think there are too many games where you score 33 and lose. On the flip side, Joe Burrow looked good. Uh, 20, 25 or 36, 300 yards and a touchdown. Uh, Joe Mixon had a huge game on the ground. 25 carries, 151 yards. Wow. And two tutties. And a reception touchdown. Yeah, oh, yeah. yeah, he had a huge game. Um, so while Benavides, you did drop the Jags game, you picked it right back up Let's go. with your Cleveland Browns. Gregory and I both took the Cowboys. Uh, I, we have to defer to you on this one. What what worked so well? Is it the Browns that good or are the Cowboys just that terrible? Or a mixture of both? Well, it is, it's definitely a mixture of both. Um, it's hard to say the Browns were that good. Right. But uh, they basically put up 50, 49 to 30. Yeah, 300 yards on the ground. Jeez. Uh, which is crazy. A, a, a nuts stat. I think they had three, maybe four people with 70 plus rushing yards. And that, <laughs> in, and that includes Odell. Yeah. And, uh, and like I said, we're finding ways to not let Baker Mayfield mess this up is yep. what it is. Right. If, if we've gotten to the point that we're doing double reverses to a Jarvis Landry pass, we're, we're trying to phase out Baker. And I'm glad Kevin Stefanski listens to the pod and has been hearing me <laughs> That's right. throughout the year. Shout out, Kevin. Is there any worry that Nick Chubb is now on IR, though? That's probably the only um, negative that that came out of this game. I mean, Another the the, running back went down. It, I mean, at the end of the day, yes, that's terrible, but you still have Kareem, Kareem Hunt, Hunt yeah. who was the man in Kansas City. But right. they had that nasty one-two punch. Right. No, yeah. I, I definitely agree. Um, and while Dearness Johnson, who is the number three running back, put up ninety six yards. Yeah, he he's had not Nick Chubb, but he can he can definitely put up yardage. So uh, uh, yeah, again, it's he's not Nick Chubb, but I like our depth. I like that we're finally expanding the offense to let Odell and Jarvis, you know, do their thing. Uh, I'm going to drill this player's name into your head until you look him up and do your research. Harrison Bryant. Okay. I think really had no stats in this, but I want to put his name out there. Um, hey, three and one. It's been 19 years since we were three and one, so I will take it. Keep running the ball. Get it out of Baker's hands. Yeah, Baker only had 165 yards passing. And that's the kind of game he needs. Right. Play action, which obviously they're going to bite if we're rushing for 200, right. 300 yards, and just let him let him roll out and dump off to the tight end. Good with it. Well, hey, man, as an Eagles fan, love to see anybody take down the Cowboys. So even though yeah. Gregory, you and I got uh, got the pick wrong, it was good to see the Cowboys. Lose. Oh, absolutely. <laughs> Moving right along, uh, we all had the Saints to, say, to take care of the Lions. Uh, a little bit closer than you would have expected, 35-29. to 29. Wow. Um, Stafford looked decent. He had 17 of 31, uh, 206, and three touchdowns. Uh but, I mean, their lack of running game is really going to hurt them. Their main main rusher was Adrian Peterson, who had 11 carries for 36 yards. You know, and that's crazy because, I mean, they have AP, the timeless wonder. You have on Johnson, and then you have DeAndre Swift. You, yeah. It's been a high pick on. So, I mean, Swift was out, though, right? Uh, I'm no, that no he, he, was, he played. He had so, I mean, you have three oh, okay. running backs. They'd probably work in any system. It's just what system do you have? Now – Stafford, you know, does have his uh, baby Megatron back, Kenny Galladay. So, I mean, sure. that, that's going to help him going forward. It's just, you know, I think Sean posted a video of Dan Orlowski 
just trashing Matt Patricia. Was that you? Yeah, well, Matt Patricia was the one who came out and said that uh, we had a lot of work to do when I got here. And he was just one of those guys that just seems to be pointing the blame at everyone else except himself. And okay. it was really cool, and I love Dan Orlovsky. And that's just not because he's a you know he always goes to bat for Carson Wentz, but <laughs> but like he really knows what he's talking about. And he was there in that locker room in Detroit, and you know what I mean. Like if anybody knows what he's talking about, it's going to be Dan Orlovsky. And he has ties. Obviously, he doesn't play anymore, but he has ties to Detroit. I and mean, he played there, went on sixteen there. But I mean, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like you can't say that like you have all this like Jim Caldwell. I think had a winning record yeah. for three of the four years that he was there, right. and the what the losing record was seven to nine, and that was due to injuries. Right. So that's not too bad. Yeah, and 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 apparently, uh, he was talking about how Stafford has like in those four years had like his best four statistical years. So it's like, don't come in here and say like, oh, I had so much work to do when I got here, so now I'm still trying to work on right. it. It's like, dude, right. no, you And that kind of reminds you of the the Jets. I mean, the Jets. You remember when they had Eric. Was it Eric Decker and then um, didn't they go to the AFC Championship like yeah. three years in a row? Yeah, or something like that? you know they were like Sanchez and just a rock. Eleven and four, Bart eleven Scott, and four. Can't wait. Nine and seven, and then you know here comes Gase and hey, you know you don't realize until they've already messed it up that they're gonna mess mm-hmm. it up. Sometimes Ooh. it's okay with just you know the you know the one and done in the playoffs i guess i don't know i get that another game that was a lot closer than it should have been was seattle and miami uh seahawks take the win 31 to 23 russell wilson had a quiet 360 yards and two touchdowns but i mean tyler lockett i think had like two catches for uh something crazy he he had like 19 yards or something uh two catches for 39 yards excuse me yards going yeah i Uh, I mean uh, Metcalf had 106. Uh, I'm blanking on his name here. D Moore. What is it? Uh, David Moore. David Moore uh, had 95. I think that's kind of a flash in the pan. I, if you're a fantasy owner, I wouldn't go out there and start dropping people for David yeah, Moore. Yeah, I think him and uh, him and Tyler Lockett's touches will probably flip flop going forward. Oh, right. Absolutely. But um, you know, he spread it around. Greg Olson had 35. Uh, Freddie Swain had 32. Chris Carson had 20. Will Disley had 16. You know, he spread it around. DJ Dallas had two catches for 15 yards. As he, as he should. Right. Um, but anyway, uh, it was just one of those games. It was as a Russell Wilson fantasy owner, I was like, oh, he's going to put up 40 in this game. Right. And didn't – I mean, uh, Chris Carson had two goal line rushes for touchdowns, so that Love took that. away from his fantasy um, you know, output. But um, – yeah, it was one of those games you're watching and you're like, how are the Dolphins just hanging around? But uh, obviously when it came time and came down to it, uh, you know, Danger Russ took over. Mr. Unlimited took over, put up 14 points in the final quarter. Okay, so kind of put it away. Another – I was trying to just cut off Mr. Unlimited before he got started. <laughs> I wasn't going to do it. Um, another close game was the Chargers-Bucks. Now the yeah, Chargers, Chargers had the lead. And yeah. then Tom Brady looked like Tom Brady of old with five touchdown passes. Tampa Bay. None to Gronk. None to Gronk, but each touchdown was to a different wide receiver. Oh, yeah, really? Yeah. There you go. Way to spread it out there, he actually, Bay. Yeah, he actually had six touchdowns. One just happened to be to the other team. Oy. He did have the pick six. but yeah, that's, um, that's no good. But, yeah, other than that, I mean, he spread it around Mike Evans, seven catches for 122 yards. Uh, wow. But uh, it was interesting. Justin Herbert actually led the team in rushing 
as he should. Five carries. You want to guess how many yards? 40. 14. Oh, and he led the team in rushing. So, also, this was the game that Austin Eckler went ah, down. Ah, that's Ouch. right. Um, and so, while Russell Wilson didn't do a ton for me, a uh, guy I was playing had Austin Eckler. So, that another, did help. Another running back goes down. Yeah. Uh, so, who do you see as the backup? You think they give it to Justin Jackson? Or do you think they let Joshua Kelly? Joshua Kelly, who fumbled late in the last See, game. I thought it'd be Justin Jackson, but Kelly got the majority of the Kelly or carry. So I mean, I figured him. But now with the the fumble, I mean, I think it, they give it back to Jackson. But honestly, I want to start either one of them. I need to see something before yeah, I start them. Exactly. If it was me, I'd lean more towards Kelly. But uh, I do think Justin Jackson needs to be rostered in all leagues. I would just start. Herbert, and then let because he's gonna. I feel like he's gonna throw more because of it. I like to hear. Yeah, <laughs> uh, I assume you have for him. So there well, you go. Wish you would have got that trade earlier, as you picked the Chargers while me and Gregory picked the Bucks. So we and Gregory take the win on Boo. that. Moving uh, to over to another one. Excuse me. I think everybody had this one in their books. Um, the Ravens go on and handily take care of the Washington football team. Oh, yeah. Nothing really to report there. We're gonna move along. Another one that we all got wrong. Oh well. Well, go ahead. Kyle Allen. Ah. Dwayne Haskins. Yes, sorry. Today, Dwayne Haskins has announced that he gets the bench uh, for Kyle Allen. I think this is another case of the Dwayne the Haskins Sam, is not good. The Sam Darnold. Okay, let me. I hear you. <laughs> but I don't think he should have been benched. Um, there was a. I'm, I'll never I don't be think able to he should have been benched. No, but when. In training camp, when I just kept watching videos, when it was Alex Smith and Dwayne Haskins making throws just simple 10 yards out, and he was overthrowing them time and time again. Yeah. When I saw seven throws, he completed one, and then Alex Smith was seven for seven. I'm sorry. like, Well, it may just be something as simple as his mechanics. You're off a little bit because I know he he can throw the ball. He can. Uh, And maybe he is wildly inaccurate. Right, wildly, and it maybe it's you know the system. Maybe he does better with the lights on, but I think you know it was a little, a little early to start. Maybe they want to see what they got in Kyle or Kyle Allen. Maybe they want to see what they got in Alex Smith. Well, I mean, you know, Kyle Allen wasn't too bad in Carolina. What was yeah. it last year? He had nineteen touchdowns. I he also had sixteen interceptions, but uh, you know he wasn't bad. Yeah, I mean, he definitely made some noise. It was kind of like that Gardner Minshew kind of right. when he first started because, I mean, right. he, he took them, I think, to a 5-4 and four record or something. Yeah, but I think I think in this very specific case, it's about you have almost the same amount of ability. I just think Kyle Allen's going to turn the ball over with. Like now, I think it's now just about minimizing quarterback yeah. mistakes. Because Washington has a good defense. Yeah, yeah. I mean, with all those first-round picks on the line and everything – it's about just not giving the ball away, you know? Yeah, I think for me, the thing that I saw that puts a little bit more context into it was um, this year alone, uh, comparing, uh, excuse me, Dwayne Haskins to a guy like Daniel Jones. Dwayne Haskins had a better completion percentage, more touchdowns, less interceptions, more passing yards. Like literally every stat is better than Daniel Jones, but the reason why Daniel Jones won't get benched over someone like Dwayne Haskins is that Dwayne Haskins is in a situation, new head coach, new offensive coordinator. Like they're, they're constantly just trying to figure out what's new. Whereas as long as you have somebody there that was 
originally there when you got drafted. Like as long as David Gettleman is the GM in New York, right. Daniel Jones is still going to have the keys oh, to the yeah, car. That's going to be the you guy. know. Whereas like uh, Washington, you know, their their front office is just a complete wreck. Yeah, and they bring in a new head coach. He has to adjust, and and he's not getting he's not anybody to go to bat for him. Like, yeah, hey, give him more time, give him another yeah. chance. No. So I think unjustly. He's had what one decent receiver his entire in the two years he's been there. No offensive line to speak of. Yeah. No real run game to speak of. Yeah. And like, he's, yeah, he's just getting that Antonio Gibson. And I don't even think the the Washington football team thought they were going to get the production they're getting out of Terry McLaurin. Like right. scary Terry, you know. So I don't know. I, I think Dwayne didn't get a fair shake, but we'll see. I. And I don't know if I 100% agree with you on the Kyle Allen will turn it over less. Um, I think he had, he did decent in in Carolina, but Carolina also had a lot better offensive line. That is true. So we will see. And they also had Christian McCaffrey, so that helps. Someone that I you mean, yeah. always have to pay attention to on the field. So, <laughs> yeah. um, But we all got that one right. Moving over to the Cardinals-Panthers. We all got this one wrong. We all picked the Cardinals. Panthers, I don't know if you want to call it pull an upset, but they definitely get the victory. Um, they win thirty-one to twenty-one. Yeah. Kyler with no Christian McCaffrey, Teddy Bridgewater. I think what threw for two eighty or something like yeah. that. Yeah, yeah, two seventy-six and two touchdowns. Yep. Uh, Mike Davis had a good game, sixteen carries, eighty-four yards and a touchdown. And Robbie Anderson, who we were just talking about earlier, eight carries for ninety-nine yards, so basically a hundred yards. Wow. Um, I think the main story that's going on in Arizona is what is going on with Kenyon Drake. He just hasn't been the Kenyon Drake that everyone expected him to be. Yeah, I think Chase Edmonds actually outplayed him in this game. Yeah, I assume so. Uh, it looks like it. I mean, he beat him as far as receiving yards. Uh, as you can guess, Kenyon Drake got the carries load obviously, but still had a 35 yards at 2.5, 2.7 yard average. Yeah, Kenyon Drake was, you know, he went in probably some mock drafts first, second round. So, I mean. Absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely second, but more likely first. Yeah. But I think the real big shocker was probably uh, the the ineffectiveness of Kyler. He had three touchdowns, but only yeah. threw for 133 yards. Right. And, and it's a four yard average on his throws. Yeah, D-Hop so. was shut down. I mean, so. For a while. Yeah, he only had, what is it, seven for 41, so. He get in the end zone? No, he no. did not. No. A lot of that came late because I know he was, I think, almost shut out at halftime. I think he might have wow. had one catch. Yikes. Yeah. So, uh, I don't know. Maybe they just played the right kind of coverage, couldn't couldn't get the yardage in there. Yeah. Mm-hmm. All right, well, the next one was Texans-Vikings. I got the, I was the only one that picked the Vikings, so I got this one right. I'm getting the game back on you guys. Um, Texans now dropped to 0-4, and obviously we hinted at it at the beginning of the pod. The Texans finally get rid of Bill O'Brien. My question Ooh. to you, Gregory, you are cheering, is well, – how do I put this? I want to say what's the point, but do you find a problem in that you let him trade away your best player – Excuse me. They run the team into the ground, and then they just release them after four games. So, should you let them at least finish the season, try to get something out of them, or is it just this is beyond repair? Get them out now. I think because essentially, it's if like, you would have asked me this, you lost DeAndre Hopkins essentially yeah. for nothing now that he's gone. Yeah. If you, I was gonna say he was, you know, maybe before this game. Okay, you ride him out to the end of the season, then you get rid of him. Yeah, but we all knew that was coming. The fact that they lose this game, and then you could just feel the just toxicity of it. I mean, like oh, they, he lost the locker room. 
And like as soon as you lose the locker room, that's it. Because as yeah. soon as you trade D Hop, that locker room flipped. And now you you have to prove yourself. Absolutely. At least in the first couple games that hey, we can contend with the big boys because you traded away our our go to guy. And all your pieces for your next draft. Mm-hmm. And so I think that's almost worse. When you drop to Kansas City, you drop to Baltimore, and you drop to Pitt, that locker room is – you just hear all the chirping. And then, like, J.J. Watt and Anthony Weaver, the de- defensive coordinator, they were chirping at Bill O'Brien. Allegedly. I think uh, it got confirmed, you know, honestly. Uh, yeah, it confirmed or not. But my thing is – you know, who knows what was said. I don't know if Bill O'Brien was calling out the defense or if he was trying to tell them how to run the defense. Right. Or, you know, they're like, hey, you just – you figure out your offense. Exactly. You know. Right. But when you lose a locker room and you could just feel it and when you allow fans into the stadium and they're all bringing, like, trash bags. and I saw you know the what, uh, fire Bill O'Brien sign. You know, you know what's funny? I, was, I actually had to work that day, but we were watching the game at work. And in my head, I could not believe you're only allowing, you know, a percentage of the normal capacity. I think there was 12, 13,000 people. And all the TV shots were Vikings fans. Yeah. And I was just like, what is management doing that we're only allowing 12,000 people and the opposing team's fans are getting in? And then the other, the Texans fans are all like, just fire Bill O'Brien. I I saw they had the sign that said fire Bill O'Brien. So it's just, I think it was time. Um, Oh, definitely. You know, you got Anthony Reaver and Tim Kelly. They'll still be the offensive coordinator, defensive coordinator. Romeo Cornell is going to be interim. Um, I like Romeo. Really he, like he Romeo. He's so. such just a chill guy. And yeah. He is a people people person. Yeah, he's, um, he's definitely a player's coach. I think you're going to like what you get out of it. Even, even when we worked there, I remember him just walking around. like oh, the camp. Nice yeah, he was just super chill, super nice. And, you know, hey, you just – be where you need to be, show up with time, you know, and then clock in, clock out, you know. Yeah. We'll be all right. And and he he's in a very advantageous position because the moment we win a game, he looks like a savior. Right. Yeah. You know, the the moment right. the moment the Texans are like, you know, we got this in the bag. Oh, we're dumping the Gatorade all all over, you know. So my thing is now I just salvage. I, I just want cuz our first two picks we don't have. And I don't even right. think we have our fourth pick. Oh no! Yeah, I don't. I think he traded away probably not. three or four of our picks. So at least get me to like seven and nine, you know. So it doesn't hurt. <laughs> doesn't hurt much. that much, you right. know. I don't want it to be a top ten pick, or I don't want it to be the first pick the way it's shaping up. You know, Jeez, they have too much yeah. talent on that roster. We're not the Jets, um, you know. The Jags, you know, they got some pieces, but not, you know, they're. Give me at least a seven to nine. And I'll call That's the it. thing is like, could you imagine like the Dolphins just being terrible the rest of the season and having like two top seven picks again? This would be yeah. the second year in a row, right? Yeah, jeez, that hey, would hurt. You know, hurt. so if you know, I think they have a, a winnable game next week, and hopefully, you know, that'll be a get right game. They'll put it together, and they'll what just they have? the Jags. Okay, yeah, yeah. I mean, if the Bengals are beating them, anybody stands. You got the Jags, then you got the Titans. You have two division games now granted the titans could still be out on covid so we'll go from there yeah that is true that is true a lot of uncertainty there i will say this and i hope nobody you know people are gonna start throwing stuff at me after this i got peanut butter you like bill the chiefs the ravens the steelers and the vikings is a hell of a four games to start the season i get that did you i mean did we with no deandre hopkins did you expect them to go 
three and one, two and two? At least two and two. You so Bill O'Brien had all the chips, and this was what he was essentially paid, and he made his team the way he is so he could compete with these teams. And you right. didn't win a single one of them. This yeah. is like your play. All right, show me that you can compete with the big dogs because you okay. traded away D Hop, <clears throat> and then saying, "Oh yeah, we got better because you know we traded our best wide receiver because uh-huh. now we have all yeah, these other wide sell. receivers. It's going to open up the offense more. You have David Johnson now in the backfield. It's now we're going to be able to compete with these guys. And not only did you not compete, you lost all of them." Yeah, I mean that that is very true. My, my thing is uh, that the if you do it now, there's zero possibility Romeo Cornell can make it worse. If Bill stays, he's he's in two positions. You know what I yeah. mean? He can absolutely make a bad situation worse. Yeah. But Romeo Cornell's not going to be given that and type then, of capability. Though. Don't hopefully, forget. Hopefully, hopefully. Don't forget the Texans were up twenty-four to zero against the Chiefs. Ah, uh, we Jeez. should go back to this, huh? Yeah, I mean. It, and that's what it comes down to. He's like, you were up 24 to zero. And then, you know, we were a few pieces away maybe of adding and you subtracted, you got rid of D hop and, you know, you made some different moves. Yeah, no Carlos Hyde. And, but you all, you said it because, oh, now we're going to get, it's a dish or it's subtraction by addition or whatever addition you want to call it. Yeah. yeah. We're going to get better. And we now we're going to compete and we're going to be with the big dogs and you struck out. Absolutely. So. Well, I guess right. I picked the Vikings, so I get a game back. Um, really quickly, um, a game that you know really had no – we all kind of expected to happen. Rams beat up on the New York Giants. Giants and Jets. The city of New York, the state of New York, is just looking really brutal out there. Oh, a lot of bad football going on there. Not they too got much. their picks. I mean, yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's, uh, that's the only uh, update there. So the next one is another one that we kind of looked at like, man, this game was a little bit closer than it should have been. Or it was just kind of boring, to be honest with you. Uh, Kansas City uh, and New England. Kansas City gets the win 26-10, but it, it wasn't anything crazy. Mahomes 236 and yeah. two touchdowns, which is extremely pedestrian for something like somebody like him. Yeah, Hilaire only had 64 yards on the ground. Their leading receiver was Kelsey with 70 yards. Yeah, Which, again, it's, just, it's a game that – was kind of slow moving and just really wasn't that interesting to be honest with you. You know, what? but that's that's uh, Bill Belichick. I mean, you forget he yeah. was the number one defense, or the Patriots were the number one defense last year. Yeah, and that's what he does best, man. He slows down whatever you do best. So if it's passing, yeah, he's gonna make you run it. And see, that's the thing. I think that's what you know with them not having Cam for this week, having you know tested positive for COVID, that took away half of. His scheme. His scheme is to, like you said, we have the best defense in the league. We're just going to go out there. We're going to neutralize what you do. We're going to give the ball to Cam and run this, what almost looks like at this point, a triple option. Really? Yeah. And just let him just grind this clock out. And it almost worked against Seattle. They were, what, a yard away? That's it. And Seattle is looking like, I mean, the cream of the NFC. So they, you know, missing him was. Tough for them, but it made man, it made that game rough to watch. They had no offense to right. speak of. Brian Hoyer was the option at QB, and then eventually, didn't he get benched? Yeah, he got benched for Jarrett Stidham because he had like three turnovers by the end of the third quarter. Yeah, and that'll we've seen that Hoyer before, and oh, absolutely. <laughs> I think every city's seen that Hoyer before because he's been on every team, he's played in every city. 
Yeah, Cleveland's seen him as well. So, uh, moving forward to the Bills Raiders, Bills get the win. Ooh. Um, finally, some life out of uh, Devin Singletary, who finally gets a goal line carry for a touchdown. Which oh, they anybody who has Devin Singletary in fantasy is, is rejoicing. But uh, Jared Allen can, continues to look good. Uh, what did I say? Jared, Jared, Jared Allen. Yeah, the, the defensive end. end. Yeah, yeah. He, he looked good too. He looked great. Uh, Josh Allen, rather, 288, two touchdowns, uh, and Stephon Diggs just continues to dominate. Six for 115. Wow. Uh, he had a crazy, like, moss catch. Really? It was like a bomb. He just reached over the dude and caught it. It was Love insane. It. He looks really good. So Good for him. Uh, Bills take that one 30-23. Um, really quiet game out of Josh Jacobs. 15 carries, only 48 yards. They were playing from behind for a lot of it. Um but really wish you know he would have got going a little bit more. And now the game we've all been waiting for. Oh boy! The Sunday night thriller. Your Philadelphia Eagles and mine beat the uh, San Francisco 49ers. Um, they win. Excuse me, uh, twenty-five to twenty. Yeah. They win off the back of a Travis Fulgham <laughs> touchdown. And an Alex Singleton pick six, just like we all thought they would. That's what I expected. That. Right. Um, Carson Wentz also had a scramble for a touchdown. Gregory and I picked the uh, Niners. Benavides, you picked the Eagles, so you'd take the win there. Yeah. Um, but hey, it was – Even though you took the loss, tell me. What, what did you see out of your team? Um, First I'll place, baby. <laughs> First place, baby. One, two, and one. Yikes. Better than one and three. I'll tell you that much, man. NFC yeah. least, baby. <laughs> uh, yeah, just being in this crap division really helps. But, uh, yeah, uh, I mean, Carson looked good. Uh, another thing that I saw that I really liked out of him, they had a play where he was lined up as a receiver. Uh, I think Jalen Hurts was in there as like the as the quarterback. And it was just a handoff to Miles Sanders. It's right up the middle. Um, but Carson was getting out and started gets, gets into a shoving match at the corner. Love it. And you just love to see that too, especially as a dude who has the whole city of Philadelphia on his back right now. Yeah. Everyone's calling for his job, including myself after week three, to be honest with you. Um, he still missed a few throws that should have been there. Right. So I, I really need to see better accuracy out of him. But okay. the option play, the scramble that he made, he broke some ankles on the outside, got in the end zone. So those knees don't look as bad now. He still doesn't have the giddy-up like he has. But I will say this, after four games, I think he has over 300 yards rushing. So I think they said something. He's on pace for like 800 yards rushing. That's insane. If you can imagine, I'll take it. Right. Um, Did you like the Hurts wrinkle? Putting Jalen in there for a few plays? Yes. And I don't know if, if, if you guys watched the game or if you saw it. They had a reverse to Hurts. That looked like he was gonna pass, but the rush was just there. He couldn't get anything off. But at least, like, at least it looked like okay, they're trying to do something creative and inventive, and that's the whole point. Right. Which is another idea that I have. Who just got released by the Patriots? Mohamed Sanu. Bill Belichick. Oh, okay. Go get Mohamed Sanu and run a formation <laughs> with Carson Wentz, Jalen Hurts, and Mohamed Sanu. All three who can throw the ball. Mohamed Sanu was a quarterback in college. At Rutgers, he was. Safe. Sanu hasn't been picked up, so it makes me wonder if he's still hurt, you know? Oh, I don't know. 
But that would be. I mean, it's perfectly in line for an Eagles wide receiver. So let's see. <laughs> that um, would be a fun play man. call. Could you friend. imagine yeah. just lining them up and you have three guys who can sling it down the field? Yeah, that would be an interesting. That's that's uh, you know not tough to defend, but it's a lot. There could be like about. a nice little trick play in there. So it's not nothing that you could you know base an offense around, but just something fun that you know. I think a lot of people have been getting on Doug Peterson lately is just the lack of creativity in the play calling. It's extremely boring, and they're not taking shots downfield. And, again, you're tossing it to guys like Travis Fulgham, yeah. who I just, I've just i been a fan of the Eagles since I was 11 years old, and this is the first time I've ever heard of this guy. Uh, <laughs> Immediate fan. Though. But I tell you, the, the back-to-back series of a 53-yard bomb to Travis Fulgham <laughs> and then a pick six by Alex Singleton – Get you hyped. I was like, who, who are these guys? <laughs> Slash, I love them. Slash, they're my favorite players now. So, <laughs> Already got the jersey. I mean, my Travis Fulgham jersey is in the mail. Uh, but, uh, <laughs> love it. They say uh, Deshaun may be back this week. I'm not holding my breath for it, to be honest with you. I think Jeffrey will be back probably week six is what it's looking like. They said like mid-October, so, I, I'm you know, again, I'm waiting on him. But uh, – I'm not taking too much stock. I'm not putting too much stock into it. Niners completely beat up. No Jimmy Garoppolo. No Raheem Mostert. Uh, true, true. Debo Samuel was back, but in limited fashion. No Nick Bosa. No Richard Sherman. I'll tell you, Brandon, I no Solomon. George Kittle Thomas. ate, though. Yeah. Yeah, and that's the thing. is like George Kittle was like 13 for 14 receptions. <laughs> And like 180 yards and three touchdowns. Yeah, he like, had a day. Just lived in that middle. So, again, I, you know, there's there's more nerdy detail stuff I could get into, but I'm just happy with the W. Um, we're going to get smacked this week, but we'll talk about that later. <laughs> uh, moving on to um, Monday night. Oh, the Chiefs Patriots was Monday night. I forgot to mention that. But uh, the other Monday night, the big Monday night game was Packers Falcons. Uh, Aaron Rodgers looks to be back to his MVP caliber play. Love it. Um, what did you guys see from the Packers game that you enjoyed? I love that Calvin Ridley got zero catches. <laughs> yeah. Goose egg. Rolled a donut for one me the I week. Have a, I have a tough time with watching the Falcons because it's when you're watching them, you're like, man, every series you think they're going to go down and score, and then it just stalls. Yeah. And then you're like, how does this team not have a win? And then you like halfway through the game, I realized I was like, man, they are driving, but they're just not putting the ball in the end they, zone. They put up yards, you know. Unfortunately, Julio got hurt. I think Ridley was just shadowed. I mean, he was still kind of hurt. Right. Um, Russell Gage, he was questionable. He was hurt. Yeah. So really, all they kind of had was whoever that one guy was. I kept saying, who is that guy? Uh, <laughs> Zac- uh Zacchaeus. Zacchaeus. There you yes, good old Zacchaeus. It sounds like a Spartan from three hundred. Um, (laughs) that's funny but yeah you know the falcons if they could just have any pieces of of a defense you know they'd be pretty solid but the man possessed aaron Rodgers. oh he's got so much to prove and he didn't have Devontae adams and it didn't matter it was just aaron jones and jamal williams oh flipping it on the backyard Bobby tanyan and let's not even forget about that man who had three touchdowns and was just Man. Yeah, he made him look like an all-world. A lot of people end. probably either picked him up or traded for him. So. Oh, I guarantee you. I guarantee yeah. you. And, and you know, the value could be there because, again, I, at this point, he's like 
Aaron Rodgers is throwing to like Walmart attendants. So <laughs> it doesn't matter, man. Uh, you know, he'll take it. He's but doing that discount double check. Yeah. If if anybody had Robert Tanyan drafted this year, kudos because you saw something that I don't even think Aaron Rodgers saw. All right. So that wraps up the week. So going into this week, um, Gregory had the lead with 23 wins. Um, last week, we all tied with nine wins. Um, this week, I get the most wins. I had 11 wins. You guys both had 10. Mm. Uh, so the final to date, well, not final, but the update to date, Benavides has 32. Gregory has 33. I have 31. So Ooh. it literally goes Gregory, Benavides, me, all by one. Uh, and we'll get into this week's games. All right, we'll move fast. We're running kind of long here, so we'll just kind of get into the pickums, and then we'll move on from there. So, first game Thursday night, tomorrow night: Bucks, Bears, Benavides. Who you got? I've got the Bucks in this one. Gregory taking the Bucks. All right, we'll sweep it there. I think the Bucks as well. Um, next game: Eagles, Steelers. Eagles coming off the big win on uh, Sunday night. Is it enough to get past that Steelers front seven? Gregory, what say you? You know, I feel like the Steelers are mad because they wasted their buy, so I'm taking the pit Steelers right here. I'm going to do the same. I'm going to take the Steelers in this one. We're going to sweep it. I love the Eagles, but that front seven, I don't think Carson's going to have a lot of time to throw the ball. I think it's hard to get the run game going. Yeah. Uh, I see a lot of trouble for the Eagles. But, hey, 1-3-1, one, and one, better than 1-4. and four. <laughs> All right? Uh, next game, Panthers-Falcons. Falcons still have yet to win a game. Panthers coming off that big win. Uh, Benavidez, we'll start off with you. Uh, I am actually going to go Falcons on this one. I think this is where they get their win. Uh, Panthers just, I don't know. I, I just don't see it. Gregory, what about you? This the one. Falcons finally get off the schneid till they get a dub. This is a tough game. Um, I feel like you go either way. But I think I'm going to take the Falcons. I think, you know, if Julio is right and Ridley's back, I think they'll put up more points, I think, than the, the Panthers can can do. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. I'm going to roll with the Panthers on this. I okay. think uh, Teddy B's got the good thing going. I think Mike Davis looks good. I think they're about yeah, one or two weeks away from getting McCaffrey back. Yeah. That's uh, what I read. He was he was going to try and return to practice this week, but still. Right. I think he'll miss this too week, early. but yeah. maybe next week. I think week. it's too early. Mike Davis does look good. I mean, he's yeah. a great he's spot. If, if you have sure. him, start him for sure. So I think uh, the Panthers dropped to 0-5, and, and I'm interested to see what goes on with uh, Falcons go to 0-5. I think was his Dan Quinn? Dan Quinn. I think he's on the hot seat. Absolutely. So we'll so. see. So I highly doubt this game happens, but let's just do it for fun. Yeah. Uh, Bills-Titans. Um, Titans again had two more people pop for COVID today, and apparently they had some sort of alleged team meeting during quarantine. Yeah, Gregory, you said you had some info about that. Yeah, I, so there was a picture that got released. There was a practice out of high school, and it was released after that the league said, Hey, you guys can't form together, there's no practicing. Oh, and boy. so it looks like on paper that they broke COVID rules yeah. and protocol but that picture was actually taken the day before and there's actually a time stamp so and then the nfl release so then that picture came out so everybody thought it was like the day of when they said hey no no more uh right practicing so i mean it looked bad but again you got two more people that test positive so obviously they're not social distancing yeah clearly. um but yeah i don't i don't 
see this game happening, which hurts because I just traded for Derrick Henry in another league. Yeah, I just <laughs> traded for Johnny Smith as well. So, um, I'm but I would take the Bills. Going Bills. Uh, the, yeah, I would have taken the Bills as well. The Bills Mafia. I, I think. I like, like I said, I think the Titans end up getting docked a draft pick for just, come on, guys. Get it together. Get it together. That'd be interesting to see. I also think the Bills will sweep it there. Moving on to Raiders Chiefs. Uh, I'm going to lead off with the Chiefs here. I think Chiefs just too good. I, I could obviously see them going 16-0. Yeah. And have no problem with that. Yeah. Somebody said that. You know, I think um, the Chiefs, but I do think it's going to be a game. I think uh, don't sleep on the Raiders if they pull this one out. Wow. But you're going Chiefs, right? Yeah, going Chiefs. Uh, same. I think uh, everything y'all just said. Um, but I am very interested to see how uh, Jonathan Abram attacks this offense because he loves to fly around and hit people. Right. And he also gets real salty when they get down big. So I feel like the end of this game is going to get super Could get chippy. Super chippy. Could get chippy. That's a good point. Uh, moving on to the next one, I'm just going to guess we're all going with the Cardinals, but it's Cardinals-Jets. Yep. <laughs> um, and, again, another good kind of streaming uh, Joe, defense. Joe Flacco. No faith? No. Okay, I mean, yeah. he could do better than Sam Darnold, but it still won't be enough. The bar is low there. Um, this is another one. Um, if you got the Cardinals defense out there, this is a great week to stream the Cardinals defense. Honestly, look at the Jets' schedule, see who they play, <laughs> and go pick up their defense of who they'll, who of whoever yeah. they're playing. That and the Giants. That's literally my strategy this year and honestly every year when it comes to fantasy football, whether it's the Jets or whoever's in last place. Find the worst team. Just Unless you can get like a top defense like the Steelers or something, yeah. I'm streaming defenses every week. So uh, work for me with the Broncos. I think, yes, Flacco's in there, but it's the first week. Could be some problems. Um, moving on, Rams and the Washington football team. Gregory, lead us off. Going with the Rams. Yeah, no, I mean, it's going to be the Rams for me as well. I know they've got Kyle Allen with the football team now under center, but uh, <laughs> it's I, just so weird saying that. Another, another new quarterback. Sorry. Yeah, but I still think Aaron Donald's going to do more than anybody on that football team offensive line. I'm not going to worse. Say any ill will, or I hope this happens. But if Kyle Allen were to get hurt, do you think they put in an Alex Smith? He is active, is what I've heard, and he will be listed wow. as the backup in uh, week five. So interesting. I think they would have to. I definitely think they're suiting up all three quarterbacks. Right. I would love to. You know, I hope Alex Smith does gets a shot again. Well, he might. I mean, depending, they could just be getting throttled, and they're just like, let's have a feel good moment, and then promptly get him sacked. And possibly injured again. So please no. Moving right along, um, Joe Burrow comes off his first win, but bam, he's got to turn around and face the Baltimore Ravens. Uh, who do you got in this one, Benavidez? Uh, Ravens, because I mean every reason you could possibly think of. <laughs> I'm gonna pick the Ravens, but you got to remember DJ Reader, and they have a re- they have Christian Covington, so it's gonna be a little harder for them to run the ball on the Bengals. Um, uh, yeah, I'll definitely give you that, but unless those guys can outrun Because remember, Lamar's the ass. Chiefs just shut them down on running. That's their game. If you can shut down the Ravens. Now, I'm still picking the Ravens. <laughs> just one no, of I'm not dumb. But... Yeah. But, you know, I, I do like what I see in Joe Burrow, too. Yeah, he has looked pretty solid. All right, moment of truth. The Romeo Cornell-led Texans, Texans. 
versus the Jacksonville Jaguars. Gregory, you're coming out strong with the Texans. Benavides. This is the day that people have waited for. This is Texans crazy. finally got the schneid. What do you say, Benavides? Uh, I'm actually going to go Texans as well. I think. <laughs> Seriously, Jacks. <laughs> no, I truthfully think Romeo Cornell and Tim Kelly are going to are in the meeting rooms with Deshaun. Like, what plays do you want to call? I don't. I, I personally don't think anyone's calling plays in that offense, but Deshaun. I hope it's all gadget plays. I hope it's. I think if they were smart, they would say, "Look, everything we tried hasn't worked, and Bill O'Brien's not here anymore. So, what do you want to do?" Well, you know what, guys? I had the Texans, but we've agreed on the last five, so I'm actually going to change my pick to the Jags. Oh, Let's God. go, Jags. I need to get some games back. Oh, no. Uh, Minshew Mania. I hate uh, – uh, I think uh, also right. James Robinson has a big game against that Texans I defense. Oh, so yeah, he's I gonna think eat. he's going to run all over the Texans. Him I'm and Trey. I had the Texans locked in. I'm going to change it to the Jags. We've just been agreeing too much. I want to switch up the mojo. Um, I think the next couple games we'll agree on as well, but – Starting off here, Niners, Dolphins. I took the Niners. I think this is a no-brainer. Is Garoppolo back? Do we know? Mm, he's a maybe. I think yeah. I think he's still questionable throughout, but uh, I don't think it'll much matter. I yeah. think I think it's Niners. Well, they're Niners, but I think uh, Tua might get his shot in the second half here. Ooh. Uh, Brian Flores came out today and said that uh, Fitzpatrick will start, and that he said, "quote Tua is like not ready." So, Interesting. You know, I think I'm saying Tua might come in second half. Let's see it. I, I I wouldn't be mad at it. I mean, I'd, it'd be something worth watching. I'll tell you that. Unless that hip still isn't ready. No, I think he's all right for there. Moving right along, uh, the Cleveland Browns versus the Indianapolis Colts. Benavidez, tell us about your team. Oh, good one. well, this is tough because. Uh, obviously, Nick Chubb is out. Right. There's, I mean, that's that's a thing. And, um, you know, the Colts' defense has looked sneaky good. You know, nobody – on paper, no one gave him a chance really, but Darius Leonard is obviously Darius Leonard. Right. Uh, secondary has showed up. But I, I still think – I still think it's the Browns. I think Jedrick Wills is just going to plow through it. He has looked so solid. Uh, and really solidified himself on the on that left tackle position. So, and you I, got Jack Conklin. Yeah, I, I just I can't I can't not go. They're three and one. I'm gonna I'm gonna roll the momentum as far as it'll let me go. Sean, uh, I picked the Browns as well. Hey. I, I I really feel confident. I think they're a good looking team. Um, Odell's got his mojo back after having a huge game against Dallas. Definitely. Definitely. I think him and Landry are feeling themselves. I think Kareem Hunt steps up. I think Baker does enough to get him over the hump. And honestly, I just – I have zero faith in Philip Rivers, to be honest with you. So <laughs> give me uh, your brownies. And I'm, I'm sorry. Got to do it, huh? Got to do it. I'm taking the Colts. All righty. Because I just feel like it's the, it's the Browns going to do Browns things. You know, they're, they they're high momentum and all of a sudden – yeah, we crash. They crash. And yeah, no, like you happen. said, you know, that, that does happen. I, I'm worried because the Browns did give up 48 points. I, I mean, yeah, they gave up a lot of points. Uh, a win's a win, but you're, you're definitely not wrong there. They can't, they can't do that every week and expect yeah. that outcome. They definitely can't. And I think this one will be a little more of a slug match um, with defenses here. So I feel like whichever yeah. defense is better, I think that's the way I'm going to lean. So I'm taking the Colts. And I, I, need, uh, I need Greedy to come back, Kevin. Stefanski, if you're listening, we need Greedy back in the lineup immediately. Thank you. 
All right, moving on. Uh, there's another NFC Least matchup. Uh, Giants versus the Cowboys. Uh, Cowboys averaging, I think, uh, 2,000 yards of <laughs> offense, and, but giving up 3,000 yards on defense. If I think those numbers are accurate. I think they're but uh, I picked the Cowboys. I think the Giants are just are just a wasteland yeah. of a football team. So yeah, MetLife is just yeah. Boy. The Cowboys get to double up their wins here. They'll get this one. But it, it should be a chippy game. Any rivalry game. Oh, that is true. Uh, yeah, and I'm I'm with y'all on that one. That's the the Giants are just so bad. They're just so bad. Texas plays Oklahoma. Yeah, a little yeah, Red River. Saturday. We'll get into that a little bit later. Um, moving right along, uh, we'll sweep, obviously, the sweep the Cowboys-Giants. Uh, Pats-Broncos, we could be looking at two backup quarterback matchups. Um, Stefan Gilmore, the Gilly Lock, comes down with the Roni. Um, does that sway your opinion and how you pick this week, Benavides? No. Uh, it it would have if they were playing anybody else but the Broncos because they are just awful. And I mean, hurt. They yeah. just hurt. There's nothing they can do about it. Drew Locke, I still don't think he comes back. Yeah, I don't think um, so. Noah Fant now, I believe, has a thing. Right. Um, you know, you just you just lost so much that there's no salvaging it, especially not against the Patriots. And I know they don't have much at the offense, but at least their defense can show up, you know. I, I'm with you 100%. Um, taking the pats. Look out for Bird, the wide receiver. Demir. Look good. Defar. Anyways. <laughs> Wherever you are, uh, we'll, we'll sweep it. Uh, take the pass as well. Moving on to the Sunday night game, Seahawks-Vikings. Uh, does Mr. Unlimited Danger Russ, does he continue <laughs> to does he continue to cook? I think he does. Give me the Seahawks. Yeah, no, it's the same. Kirk Cousins is uh, a dummy just hot guard. Yeah, give me the Hawks too. All right, and last but not least, the Monday night lineup. Uh, Chargers versus the Saints. Um, Benavides, why don't you lead us off with this one? Uh, I have the Saints, but I think this is going to be much closer than people think it's going to be. Uh, even with Michael Thomas back, the Chargers look semi-decent with Herbert. I was going to say, know? is Michael Thomas a for sure in? No. Then give me the Chargers. He's not. Ooh. Give me the Chargers. Okay. Gold Chargers. of lightning right here. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, again, like I said, I think this is going to be a very close game either way. Uh, so it could be a final possession type game. But I like that little faith in them, okay? All right, I'm picking the Saints as well. So we got two Saints, me and you, Benavidez. All right. picking the Chargers. So we'll see. Um, we're running really long on this one, man. We're coming in about almost an hour and a half. So Benavidez, before we get off, why don't you tell them where they can reach us? Yeah, uh, you can find us on Instagram, uh, MSM Productions 2020. Um, you can also find us on Twitter at Major Sports Media. Um, by all means, send us a DM if you have any fantasy questions about your lineup or trades. I mean, we're happy to help. All right. Well, we will see you guys next week. Um, mm-hmm. Enjoy this weekend's slate of games. And uh, I imagine by the time we come back, the Lakers will be NBA champions. Most likely. And uh, hopefully the Astros will move on to the ALCS. We will see. Let's go. And hopefully the Texans will have won a game. (laughs) Oh, that'd be nice. All right. You guys have a great weekend. Have a good one. Peace out.